0: This episode is brought to you by my wonderful patrons. Thank you so much to my patrons. They make this podcast possible and also very fun to do because we are able to interact on a private Discord where we can talk, discuss topics, and just in general help each other collect the things that we want. So thank you so much to everyone who participates there. I couldn't appreciate you more. This episode is also brought to you by myself. If you haven't already heard, I've been working on a passion project called Cardfolio. It's going to be an app that'll let you scan your cards onto your phone and add them to your virtual binder. Your virtual binder allows you to keep track of not only what you own, but you'll also be able to keep track of what you need. Are you chasing a shadowless master set? If so, Cardfolio will be able to. Help you keep track of your progress towards your goal so that it makes it easier to achieve it. Cardfolio doesn't just catalog your collection and manage your collecting goals, it will also allow you to see your collection like an actual investment portfolio. This means you'll be able to see how much your collection is worth, how that value has changed over time, and how your collection value breaks down by item type. For example, how much do you have in raw cards versus slab cards versus sealed items? If all of this sounds like an app you would like to download, then join my early access waiting list. I'll keep you updated with app progress, mock-ups, and when it's available, early beta access. So it'll be fun and it'll be great. The link for the early access waiting list will be in the description below, so go ahead and sign up if that's something that you're interested in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to season three of the geeked out collecting podcast where we apply financial and investing principles to our favorite hobby collectibles like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, comic books, Fortnite cards, you name it, we talk about it all. Thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Jess. So let's get started with collecting things that we love like damn adults. Here's today's episode.
1: All right. <noise>
0: Have you been on uh, Twitch lately? Yes. Yeah? Um,
1: Yeah.
0: I've been hearing all this noise about these hate rates. What the hell? What what are these hate rates? Do you know what's going on?
1: No. Hate rates. I didn't hear about that.
0: Mm. I I just heard, like, I don't know, long story short, people going in on smaller creators and just, Mm.
1: like, Mm. putting
0: stuff in their chats. I don't know. I don't know too much about it, but... I've been, I've been like hearing about it randomly,
1: so. Yeah, uh, when I watched You and Moderns, uh, it was like, I, I don't know, if it might have been on my end, my, like, because it, it wasn't your audio, but like, I think it was the Twitch platform that sound kept going in and out. I didn't know what that was, but you know, that's yeah. how it goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely a problem for a little while for me, like, yeah um i think i finally figured it out because yeah. um well i started using StreamYard, and so that's been a lot better right. um yeah yeah so so that's been that's been good for sure but yeah. um it's so frustrating <laughs> yes. i don't i don't know that much about audio to to be able to go in and like make uh, those changes so it was just yeah. kind of annoying but yeah everything's been a lot better but dude i cannot wait because there are so okay like okay so i have so many things i want to talk about i mean because we got the black knight sale last night
1: uh huh.
0: Uh, someone hit me up today about another crystal shard black knight but it was in italy one yes that that went today which it it sold for i think around 1800 euros i can't i can't remember
1: i think it was an eight and a half right yeah it was the eight or eight and a half right Mm-hmm. But it was, but it's also a, uh, it's a PSA ten Italian, crystal sharp mm-hmm. black knight. That's at like I think it's close to nine right now. It's it's doing pretty oh, good. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it? Is it auction? Yep.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I didn't look at that. I like have I have really mixed feelings about the um the Italian cards. We have to I, talk about it. I do. That. Yeah, yeah. I really that. do want to talk about that because. Because, you know, um, one of my, uh, one of my Instagram followers hit me up on Instagram was telling me about, you know, the listing and that if I wanted to, you know, bid, go ahead and uh-huh. bid.
1: And I'm like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, first off, I just yes. spent a shit ton of money already. Listen.
1: In Listen, the past week. <laughs> you you went through the roof this week. <laughs> Yo, oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, my gosh. I just... I I, I don't have control at this point. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like... like This was my thought. This was my thought. And I was having conversations with uh, Joel about this. Because, yes. you know, he's, he's also hunting for some cards, too. And yeah. I'm like, the hardest thing to get figured out is timing, right? Mm-hmm. Because... Because I'm like, I could get it now or I could yeah. wait until December and possibly get it cheaper, right? Because people, you know, around December just want the cash. And if nothing's yeah. moved, you know, you could find some good deals. Like, and this is just uh-huh. throughout everything, right? Yeah. But then I'm looking at I'm looking at the Lux, I'm looking at the BK and uh-huh. there's a shit ton of people watching it. And I'm uh-huh. like, oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. so I just went ahead and did it I was like fuck it let me just yeah. go ahead and do it let
1: that was uh, it I was looking at that look so I was looking at it but you know yep. I have I've been on my cracked ice venture for series one <laughs> so yeah so I was like you know what I can't do the Lux right now just because the, like you said the opportunity right now is just it's ridiculous mm. you know so yeah that was a great great pickup that was a great pickup.
0: And I was telling Joel earlier today. I was telling him, um, I don't know if you remember seeing, there was there was a BGS 9.5 lux. Yes. on eBay. Did you see that? It mm-hmm. was from Australia. Mm-hmm. I was talking to that guy earlier earlier this week and uh, I was trying to see if I could, you know, I don't know, negotiate a deal. And yeah. I think I don't know what happened, but like I'm just I'm just throwing out numbers. We're going back and forth. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll go for that, mm-hmm. and and then instantly he just like took the listing off. So mm-hmm. he he could have possibly sold it or whatever. Yeah. It could have been sold or 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 whatnot. Yeah. But but he he never he never reached back out and and said, hey, okay, let's go with it. Um, yeah. So I I almost I almost got that. Um, that BGS 9.5 Lux. I mean, yes, that was. I, I was kind of sad about it, but then I did see that SGC. I don't know yet how I feel about SGC. Cause like, I, I still haven't, oh, yeah. I've compared it to, to my other PSA cards, um, uh-huh. my other ones, but I, I, I haven't really done a full good look to really think like, uh-huh. okay, this is a, an appropriate grade or this is not an appropriate right. grade. There, there were more, uh blemishes on there I think then I I don't know I'm still trying to figure that out but I'm super happy about the Lux either way. Like it's a it's a good one. I can always do a crossover.
1: For sure. So yeah. That was a
0: win. mm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you like this week has been so nuts. Like (laughs) I just figured you know this is this is what I was thinking. I was like okay so these crystal shards they're like really getting up there they're uh-huh. really getting up there i mean uh-huh. there, there were very few I, I don't know if that tricerat the triceratops is still up yeah that one was yeah. going for like 80 or 90 uh-huh. um like, like that was like one of the cheapest ones going out there and i'm like okay i can spend all day buying these cheaper cards uh-huh. but but these uh-huh. bigger cards that i care about more like uh-huh. It's going to be harder to get them. They're going to enter the market less. They're Mm going to be way more expensive. Let me just get these now first. And then if I want those other smaller ones, you know, because like, like my collection compared to yours, yours is insane. Yours is awesome because you have so many good cards. You have so many good outfits. Like, like, Mm -hmm. did you ever send in the, the Lux and the, uh, and the Black Knight?
1: What happened was when I was going to, I actually have them right here. I was going to send them in. And then that's when I got the offer on the Galaxy. Remember back, like mm-hmm. all the way back then, that's when I got mm-hmm. the offer on the Galaxy. So I was balancing them. As soon as I started balancing between them, I chose the Galaxy and then PSA shut down. So, oh, so <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, but it was a gift and a curse at the same time because I saved that, you know. That submission and I actually was able to get some pretty good deals at that time. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was rough not sending it in though.
0: <laughs> I can understand that. I think though at the end of the day, that was the better choice. Better have, yes, yeah. you know, you yeah. can always get those sent in. So yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I have been thinking about sending in a Dante just to Listen, get the whole Just to get it <laughs> done. Know,
1: yeah. Just to yeah. get it
0: done. You know, I don't know how high it'll grade. I have to look uh-huh. at it. Uh how high do you think um how how high do you think your galaxy will grade? We'll shoot any. Anyway. So I did
1: the. I actually did the. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I actually did the car score system. It's a new system that they grade uh, raw and uh, also graded cards, and they give you a pre-score. So it would be pretty much what, like, you know, us in the community do. We actually uh, mm-hmm. sit there, and we look at the cards, and then maybe I send you the card and be like, you know, Jess, what do you think about this? And you'll give your opinion. So they use a community-based system. And my Galaxy actually got an a 89 grade. 89 grade is equivalent as close to a 9. So I think it's going to be a 9. I'm pretty confident in that one. The only one I'm worried about, it's my Black Knight Hollow. I feel my Black Knight Hollow is in between an 8.5 and, and a 9. And I would be devastated mm-hmm. if it gets an 8.5. But I do feel it's going to get a 9. But I do see the potential of it, you know, PSA, getting me with an 8.5. So we'll see how that goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, good luck. That I mean, yeah. those are still great cards. Those are still great, oh, yeah. great cards. I don't know yeah. if that PSA 8 is still uh-huh. on the market. See that? Uh-huh. Or the Black Knight Hollow has- foil?
1: I seen that one, and I think I seen a a, matter of fact. I think that one might have. I don't know if they took it down or if it's sold, but I did see that maybe about a week ago. So I don't know if it's still up there or not. Okay,
0: yeah, because that—that's what I was thinking. Because I was telling myself on like mm, Sunday or Monday, I was like,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: okay. I was telling myself like, okay, if that PSA nine isn't sold when I look tomorrow morning, I'm just gonna buy it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It wasn't sold, so I just went ahead and bought it. But if yeah, yeah. I, but if that card had been bought, I was uh-huh. going to go for the PSA8, which I don't yeah. know if they changed the price or something. But I swear it was around fifteen hundred, which seems yeah, a little bit yeah. more appropriate. Because right now uh-huh. I'm looking at a listing; it's going uh-huh. for uh pretty much three k. So I'm kind of like, okay, uh-huh. so someone either changed it or you know, did something yeah. different. But yeah. Um, but you know, I, you know, this is a conversation that I've been having with a few people, and I've been trying to get mm-hmm. it figured out. But, but I haven't quite been able, been able to to do it. Like I've been trying to figure out, okay, so truly, like which mm-hmm. which cards are more, are more, uh, and, and you, I think you might have brought this up in that live stream that you had mm-hmm. a few days ago. We were talking about you might have been talking about crystal shards versus ho- versus hollow foils, mm-hmm. and which ones are yeah. more rare. Mm-hmm. and and i've been doing some research on mm-hmm. like the the different uh pop reports that are out there so psa bgs sgc i think uh i saw i didn't see revolution grading had any pop reports yeah. but anyway so i'm looking at these cards and i'm like okay so right now there's about like i don't know i can't remember the numbers now but something about like 120 black knight hollow foils yep. graded 128 across the three 120. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, there's probably 150 total because, you know, I Mm -hmm. see this account has one, this account has one, this one, you know, I don't know, maybe around 150. Right. But then I'm looking at so few crystal shards being graded and I'm like, oh shit. So the crystal Mm -hmm. shard looks cooler than the hollow foil. Like, like when are these pops going to really reflect uh you know the actual uh the actual real populations because you know i would think that people would you know send those off right away so i'm i'm thinking that just a lot of them are sitting waiting to be graded but you know comparing the the different pops that we have right now crystal shards are so much lower than Uh everything else and you know considering the and so you know obviously it's not necessarily accurate but like But you know the thing with the crystal shards is you know you could get them in the mega boxes, right? But uh-huh. with the hollow foils, you had to actually pull them. So I, I don't know. I, I'm still in my head. I'm like debating whether or not which one's lower, which one's higher. Like what did what? what were you got? What were you thinking? Like
1: how how deep do you want me to go?
0: <laughs> as as far okay. as far down the rabbit hole. Okay.
1: So so it's a couple. Me and modern. Joel, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call them by, you know, uh, we talk about this probably way too much, you know, and uh, (laughs) as you know, modern is a major advocate of the hollows. And, you know, Mm -hmm. when you are actually going through, hollows are tough. I mean, you see the gravity feeds, you see the condition. um, And I really it's a case for it for sure, because I'll be honest when it comes to the crack dice, I love the crack dice. Um, I've been getting my hands on a couple, but I feel it's twofold. I feel the holders, the true ones that have the crack dice are holding it for the pop report. I really feel that. Mm -hmm. I feel there are some that just want to keep that pop report kind of low. And then I also feel on the other, and I feel on the other end of that, um, I don't know if you got a chance to see it because we were preparing for this live, but Ed uh, Eduardo from the uh, Facebook group and from Instagram, he just got his 112 submission back, and he had nice. in his first video he had 20, I believe, close to 20 PSA 10 crystal shards, USA. Holy shit! Yeah, Holy and not, that's not that's not factoring in the PSA nines. So, mm-hmm. him alone shifted that whole cracked ice market, right? And I also feel I believe you probably know better than me. I think PSA is in September of last year, right now. It's either September or October when it comes to. I don't know. Do you know which one it is?
0: Um, I think it's October for. I uh, I don't know if Fortnite falls under TCG.
1: Yeah. Or just yeah. non-sport. I think it's um, non-sport.
0: Um, non-sport. Okay. Yeah, um, I'd have to. I have to look because uh, I don't know what it is for non-sport.
1: Yeah. Like. Because I think they're, I think they're in October and if they're in October, so that mm-hmm. means series two came out in what? November series two came out in November. So I feel like the by January, we might see the bulk of those submissions back and just, let's just go based off of what we're talking about right now. If Eduardo posts 30 of those crack dice for auction tomorrow, that's going to mm-hmm. shift the whole market. And most and none of those are hollows, you know. So is when it comes to rarity, it might be a case for hollow compared to cracked ice down the road. Now the the ones that actually hold the market and that can shift the market, I think that they'll have more of a say in that. But if we went based off of statistics and pull rates, it's definitely debatable in my opinion. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, even earlier today, I, you know, was talking to to Modern Card One about um someone that he knows that has a whole bunch of very minty mega boxes. He, they, they've got yeah, they've yeah. got twenty four mega boxes. So even just yeah. opening that can shift the market in the crystal shards. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and you know, honestly what's so interesting is like normally I have the normally my policy is like don't open things right yes like like just Mm -hmm. you know don't open things but Mm -hmm. but 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 like my my fortnite series one box that i just got it's Uh, kind of banged up which makes me a little uh, frustrated like i got uh, it and it was kind of banged up and and they weren't able to send me anything that looked better because apparently all of them looked kind of crappy and so Mm -hmm. i'm like okay whatever there's nothing i can do about that but depending on where crystal shards go yeah. I would be interested in opening my box because it's not minty. Uh-huh. And, and at the price point, at my price point, because looking at all these crystal shards right now that are on the market, there are some, they're just up there. They're up there easily in 500 plus uh-huh. range, right? And so I'm uh-huh. like, oh, so it could potentially be worth it just in the crystal shards alone to open up a box now. Because uh-huh. because the only crystal shards that I have are just my series one promos and then my right. series two promos so right. so that's it so i'm I'm real weak on that side of of uh-huh. collect collecting, but I don't know that this might be one time potentially where I'd be like, you know what? it might be worth
1: actually opening a uh-huh. box, yeah, you know because if you think about it, i now i wasn't I'm not bold enough to do this, but I wish somebody would if you bought a mega box, right. If you mm-hmm. had the proper capital if you bought a series 1 mega box how many times can you open a series 1 mega box get your money back or close to it to open up another series 1 mega box like mm-hmm. is it, is it heavy enough because if you really look at it there's all the legendaries like you said just from that auction almost a month and a half ago all the legendaries are definitely 700 and up bare minimum mm-hmm. like you said 500 so the rip value is 100% there. And it's just about how, um, I feel like if you have the capital, it makes sense. If it took you a lot to get the mega box, then you probably should keep it still just based off of, you know, if you pull a pickaxe, if you pull a pickaxe, crack (laughs) dice, you'll probably get $200, you know? So you won't, you Uh know, which which is still not bad for a pickaxe. I mean, but I feel like if, your capital is the right way. The RIP value is 100% worth it at this present time. So that should be interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. For for sure. I, I I definitely have to agree with you. And I think the key thing that you said there, too, is like properly financed. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, yes. Like that's absolutely mm-hmm. has always got to be there. Um, Just because, you know, I know people in the Pokemon world that... Mm-hmm buy way too much, rip way Mm -hmm. too much. And it's Mm -hmm. all on credit. It's all on someone else's money. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm not about to, I'm not about to play that game.
1: (laughs) No. Yeah. And that's like, that's why for me personally, I have no problem, especially because I am so tied to the game. I have no problem selling a card that may have value that I don't like, like just from playing the game. There's just, you know, there's just cards that I just genuinely, I, I'm not a fan of so I can get that card out and give it to somebody that do like that card. And, you know, I get my money and I can put it somewhere else and reinvest it into the market. But yeah, I think I I know us as collectors, we want to hold everything, but if you are in a place where you may be financially strapped, it might be smart to, you know, let some things go, let some doubles go. So you can consistently be in the market and take advantage of opportunities that's there, especially right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I can definitely agree with that because sometimes like there's a huge opportunity cost. If you like a lot of things, like for me, that's always uh-huh. my struggle because I like a lot of different things. It's like, uh-huh. am I better, am I better off putting my money here, 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 yeah. here, yeah. um, you know, so it, it's like, it, you know, it would really suck. Like for me, which is why, you know, I spent my time spending all this money this week, uh-huh. like just boom, 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 right after uh-huh. one, one, right after another, just because I'm like, okay. I would rather put my money here rather than in, let's say, Flesh uh-huh. and Blood. Flesh uh-huh, and Blood has uh-huh. been really cool to watch because yes. like it's been doing some good numbers. But uh-huh. I'm like, I've never played the game. I yeah. don't know the cards.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, I just don't like it as much as Fortnite. And I think right. Fortnite's got a bigger shot than right. Flesh and Blood right. in the future. So I'm right. just like prices aren't going to probably be this low, you know, anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And I think too like sellers are starting to either really know what they have. You know, the one thing the one thing for me that I've always been trying to figure out is like, you know, does Fortnite really command the prices that it's doing right now? Like mm-hmm. is there a certain level of manipulation to the market because if you mm-hmm. have sellers that are are not willing to, you know, let go of things, you know, unless it's at a certain price point, you know, Mm -hmm. when it comes to selling, like, there's a lot of future price point, like there's a lot of future uh, pricing into that. And so it's like, you know, so even though I spent at the price points that I did, like, I'm fine with that. It's cool. Um, but it always makes me wonder in the back of my head, like, is this a little bit, you know, are the prices too high too soon? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: Oh, I mean, we we went into the exact topic that I kind of wanted to be in because, uh, okay, Um, so for instance, I'm not going to lie, the Black Knight auction was great in my opinion. That Black Knight Cracked Ice BGS 9.5 with 10 centering was great. It went for 23.6, right? What I seen in that full week leading up to that those last couple of seconds bothered because there was a lot of people that were mad that he, you know, he posted the card. They were mad that it was during a down market. Uh, they felt that he could have sent it to an auction house, a whole bunch of things they told him to do with his card. Right. And
0: do you know the seller? Is,
1: yes. Yes.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Okay.
1: Um, And just so you know that, you know, this is out in the open his younger brother offered him a pretty solid value of cards um it was i'm not big on pokemon right now so <laughs> i wait i won't even try to name it but um it was it was a very solid offer and he turned it down he had the value i believe at 50k and he got 23.6 and my biggest thing was we were speculating up until this point we were saying that the black knight was a uh $60,000, 70000 80000 card, which that's, like you said, that's future value, right? We needed to see what the, what it is in the, the now market. And even if it was later on when the market recovered, we had, to, we had to see a true value. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people were bothered now that technically the Black Knight Crack Dice is a $23,000 card, at most, maybe $40,000 with a PSA 10, right? So now yeah. we know the true value. So what does that mean? That means that Pilly cannot be a $40,000 card if Black Knight is 23. That means Lux cannot be a $30,000 card if, you know, BK is this price. Same thing with Skull Trooper. We have a true market cap and everything falls under that. And I don't think people liked it. I really don't. And I mean, like for me, now that I have a Lux cracked ice, Am I mad if somebody else sells a Lux Crack Dice in a down market? I can't be. I can't be. I mean, that's their choice. And now I understand what the value of my card is. So it's a lot of future value and um almost like a waiting game. But what are we waiting on if the cards are never sold? We will never know. Exactly. You know? So
0: exactly. I mean, it's it's
1: interesting. It's interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and you know, with that original purchase of the black. Of the Black Knight Crystal Shard. Um, mm-hmm. That was closer to 50, right? That was, right. I can't remember if it was earlier this year or last year, honestly. Like, earlier this shit year. Is blending mm-hmm. in. Earlier this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not mistaken, a little bit before when that sale happened, uh, Jeremy Padaurer, you know, went on Instagram and was like, This mm-hmm. card is a hundred thousand dollar card, right? Yes. So yes. so I don't necessarily disagree with him. I think it could get there. I think it could yes. get there in the future, right? Mm-hmm. So, so but when you frame it like that, and I'm not saying he was trying to manipulate the market or anything, but when, when you when you frame it like that and you have people that have the you know financial stability to go into that, you know, even if this card, you know, goes down down to 23k which is what we saw yesterday like they could still win in the future because Mm -hmm. they still you know have the card and it could still grow to that i mean of course anything can go to zero tomorrow Mm -hmm. and then we'd be sol. you know but 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 like you know so framed like that it still feels like a win and Mm -hmm. but but to your point again you know, a more true value of something right now is probably an auction like that. What I haven't done is I haven't gone into the auction to see if there was any show bidding yet. I haven't looked at that and I do want to.
1: The good thing, the interesting thing that I found out about that, that's extremely important is there was a lot of new big spenders for this card. There was Mm. multiple people in the Instagram community and the Facebook group that couldn't go over fifteen and twenty thousand because they never mm. bought a card that high. So eBay stopped it. eBay didn't allow them to go over that threshold. So, really? honestly, I didn't know. Yes, that. and. And I think that's why it sold for its true value, in my opinion, because – and those – the people that wanted to bid on it, they were true buyers. Like, they really wanted to, you know, buy it. But if there was anybody that wanted to show bid, the opportunity wasn't there if you've never been in that 15000 to 20000 range or you haven't been approved to bid that high. So that was very inter- – I don't know if that happened because of PWCC situation, but something definitely <laughs> switched within that, yeah. you know, week and a half. So – That was, um, that was very interesting. And I think, uh, you know, I really, I really think that people should understand that the black knight under three years old just sold for 20 plus thousand dollars. Like that is amazing. Like that, I don't know how people don't see that. Like that is like absolutely crazy, you know, especially Mm -hmm. because you have to think about it. It's just like me, you and modern always talk about, it's just a picture. There's no, there's no, you know, Black Knight doesn't have a power. He doesn't have an energy. He doesn't have anything. It's a picture. And on the back of it, it's another picture. That's it. You know, and it's legendary. Other than that, you're going based off of pull rates. You're going based. Now we're going based off the game, but that's amazing. That's amazing for the market. And I just hope that the collectors of Fortnite eventually understand that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I can understand why people might get mad because they want to see their stuff be worth more. But like, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. It's a long game. Like, for sure, it, it's chill. You know, it, it can get there. It, it can definitely mm-hmm. get there. So I mean, you know, I don't know, like, it doesn't make me mad. Um, but then again, I don't have that card. So it's like, I got a little bit of bias in me, but I mean, Hey, you know, it's, it's really cool to see it and to hear that, you know, the guy that collecting that, that bought it is a a collector and, you know, they really like the stuff that makes me happy too, because, you know, sometimes like it matters how many collectors are in a space versus how many flippers are in a space versus how Mm -hmm. many, you know, like speculators are in a space. I I think those things, you know, really do matter when it comes to longevity of things. Um, you know, so I guess we'll see what happens, but, but I, I will say in general, though, it seems like people with crystal shards are keeping them close to their chest. Like you don't see that many enter the market
1: as um, they should, mm-hmm. as they, you know, and I, and I think, I think that is the, I mean, it's hard to say on, cause on one side, you want to say that you have to see more in the market. And I think we will, I mean, uh, I'll say two months, within this two months and within Series 3, we're going to see a lot of Crack Dice Series 1, you know, the Crystal Shard. And um, for instance, there's a Royal Knight PSA 10 that's at 2500 right now. It's at 2500 already. You know what I mean? And that's not realistically, you know, just from based off of right now. I mean, I feel based off the game, that should be a top 10 card, right? But it's not. It's not a top 10 card based off the market and it's doing 2500. That's very healthy in my opinion. You know what I mean? I mean like that for that card to possibly do 3000. That shows you that the range low end to you know mid tier is pretty healthy. It's pretty much a thousand plus overall. So that's I think that's pretty good.
0: So what are the top 10 skins to like watch out for from series 1? Like in your opinion, Ooh. highest to lowest top 10?
1: Okay. This is completely unbiased. Uh, Okay. So I'm going to go number one, black Knight, number two, Pilly, Uh, number three, yeah. Number three, skull trooper and one and two black Knight and Pilly is in in a class of their own. You know, they're, they have great backers, you know, on both sides. And so I think they're kind of solidified skull trooper, Uh, I like Skull Trooper more than Pilly, but I don't control the market. So uh, (laughs) Skull Trooper, uh, I'm tied between Red Knight and Ghoul Trooper for four and five. Uh, Uh Obviously, Lux is in the top five for me, but I don't know if I should put Ghoul Trooper or Red Knight there. I'll put, in my opinion, Red Knight because it's a legendary Lux. Ghoul Trooper for uh, six. Then I'm going to do Drift. Uh, I think Drift and Omega would be... Drift looks dope. Yeah, Omega would be... uh jeez. Eight. And then I'm going to say... Bright Bomber has to be in there. It's mm-hmm. a lot. It's, it's a lot. I'm going to say Bright Bomber, and then I'll round it out with... Uh, I'm going to stop there. That's tough. It's tough. Because I, I, I genuinely feel that what makes Series 1 so different is that there's legit like a top... 30 that is going to be very consistent. And then it's like everything else. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's pretty good though.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, okay. So yeah, I got to agree with you because there are so many very, very cool design cards and outfits out there it's it's like Uh honestly kind of hard to choose really um so i can understand why you're feeling like a little okay is it this one or is it that one um so the lux. i'm going to talk about the lux because i remember last time when we talked uh with Uh modern yeah um so I love Lux. I've always yeah. loved Lux. Like, and I yeah. know you said like she's always been a personal favorite of yours. And I, uh-huh. I could have swore, you know. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I I remember you might have been saying that not too many people played with Lux. Uh-huh. So, so I, I couldn't remember if that was true or not. So correct me if I'm yes. wrong. It's been a minute. But like, so what is making Lux so? popular. Like what makes you think mm. that she'll be so great? Because like I love her and I love the card and so mm. and so to hear people saying like they didn't play her I'm like, "Well, that sucks." That, that yeah. like that's yeah. You know, it's a cool character. And I mean, you know, we talked about before, you know, the female characters tend to uh rank higher with players because there's a smaller hit hitbox.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: like with so with Lux, is she is she just like a very popular underground kind of skin? Like is does she have like a cult following in that sense?
1: No, 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 okay. no. I mean, and it's it's crazy to say. I think what solidifies Lux in the market is based off of that she's a legendary, she's number three hundred, and she's uh she was a hard pull, she was a hard pull. But when it comes to the game, honestly. Like I said, I was very surprised. I came in this market. I thought I was going to clean the Lux market up. I'm like, bet my PC (laughs) is going to be beautiful. I'm not going to have any worries. That wasn't the case. And it surprised me just because, just given the game story, uh, Lux came out in Chapter 1, Season 8. And she was a Tier 100 skin. Usually Tier 100 skins is Omega, Ragnarok, Dire. They have a whole bunch of different variations, selectable styles. And Lux was very simple. And a lot of people weren't happy about that. I think people eventually grew on Lux because they got over the fact that she was a tier 100 and wasn't simple. I mean, it was very simple, but because she wasn't extravagant, you know, compared to the other tier 100 skins, because you have to realize that when you work in, when you're playing a Fortnite game and it's tier 100, you're working your way the whole season to get that skin. And the Mm -hmm. fact that they seen it like, oh, I have to work this whole season to get a skin that has nothing going for it but the way i play and the how i like skins i like them to be very simple you know so for me that season i brought the whole battle pass the first day which is very expensive like i think it's <laughs> it's well over it might be like i think at the time it might have been close to 200 dollars. i've never did Holy that crap. like i yeah i've never done that but for Lux for Lux, I did that. And so when I came to market, I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be a piece of cake. I'll get her. i will worry about Black Knight later. I was like, yo, what is going on? I was like, this is, this is crazy. So, you know, that was a good surprise because I do, I'm glad that she's finally getting her just due. Um, but it is possible that she could possibly slip down. You know, I mean, uh, if I was being unbiased, Ghoul Trooper and the Red Knight probably should be over her. You know what I mean? Based off of game value, but I think she'll always be in the top 10 just based off of how hard, hard how hard she was to pull, her being 300, you know, all those things solidify her long-term compared to, mm-hmm. you know, in-game, in-game value.
0: Yeah, and you know, like for me, someone who hadn't played the game, that was always something that was like so confusing to me because in my head, I'm like, okay, obviously, you know, Rare is at the lower end, right? Mm-hmm. Epic then is going to be in the middle, and then Legendary is going to be at the high end because it's going to be h- harder cards to pull. So right, when I have Lux, something am like, okay, well, surely Lux will outrank something like Gold Trooper because Gold uh-huh. Trooper is, you know, an epic. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, well, naturally that yes. makes sense to me. But then, uh-huh. you know, I, I see so much of Gold Trooper. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, obviously I see so much because there's so many more, but like uh-huh. but like, what am I missing when I'm looking at these cards, right? Because when I'm looking at these cards, I'm trying to figure out, okay, like why, why uh-huh. the hell is this one more popular than that one? You know? Yeah, is it yeah. is it purely the in the card? Is it in the game? If if it's in the game, like like what am I missing there? You know.
1: Yeah, like that's like uh, for instance, you want to know one that's extremely underrated right now. That's in the same category as Bright Bomber and Dark Bomber is uh, Sparkle Specialist. Sparkle Ooh, Specialist yeah. is. She, I mean, she was extremely popular for so long, so long. Now, she did lose her luster in the game, you know, just as time went on, because realistically, and this is a great conversation, because realistically, uh, for instance, we're going into Series 3, right? Mm -hmm. There's the OG skin for Chapter 1 was Black Knight, right? And it was a whole bunch of other ones, Skull Trooper. We don't have to name them all. (laughs) But there's another generation of kids that were at that time that were probably 8 to 12 but now they're 15 to 18 and they like Midas better. Possibly that won't transcend because series one is in a class of its own, but Midas will be that popular based off the game. And then it's like, it's so many, like for instance, uh, Nagops, Nagops is an uncommon skin, but in my opinion, Nagops is the aura of ser- of series one, like Nagops should be a lot higher just based off of, like, you know, uh, based off of game history, off of being an OG. But those are a lot of cards that if you are new, right, those are the opportunities that's in the market because you could be – it can never do anything. It can never go up, but you have an opportunity to get it low, and then if it does click with the market, you already have your position and you're a lot further along than you thought you would be.
0: That makes sense, and then I think what it also sounds like you're saying too, it also matters when those gamers enter the market. Mm-hmm. So when they yeah. come into the market, you know, because because we had talked about this a long time ago. A modern, you know, yes. he noticed that more gamers were in the game when he started seeing Peely go off.
1: Right. When Peely right. started
0: going off, he was like, "Oh, okay, so gamers are in this now," but. Yeah but like to see these other cards you know uh-huh. that's that's what's always been so interesting to me because it's like you know, okay, you have all of these different subsects of gamers into it. And Mm. so obviously, okay, you have the big one, you have the Black Knight, going to reign forever, it seems, Mm. you know, in the game. But then as we see these other collectors come in, you know, all of these, you know, random cards start to, you know, go up and you're just like, oh, okay, all right, this is interesting. So, I mean, like to your point, you know, there's definitely going to be opportunity in the market. So uh, undervalued right now, you're thinking Midas?
1: Right. Oh, well when Midas comes out, he won't no undervalue right now. I would say Nagops, I would say like Sparkle specialist for series uh-huh. but for series two, uh-huh. series two is all over the place. Like and I don't think people paid attention. Matter of fact, let me just confirm before I actually say I think Yonder just outsold Ultimate in series two. And that's and that's saying a lot. I think it was let's see, if it is I just wanna make sure. Okay, so Yonder just sold a little bit under Autumn Night. Autumn Night sold, I think, for a PSA nine crack dice. He sold for eight thirty four. Yonder sold for 810. Shit. Same, and it's like so. But the thing is, like, you think about cards like Eight Ball. Eight Ball mm-hmm. is head over heels more popular than most of those most of those cards. But Autumn Queen is yeah, but Autumn Queen is selling the best right now. And I've mm-hmm. never, I promise you, I've never seen Autumn Queen in the game. Ever. But she's based off of, she's based off a of pool rate. You know, she's based off a of pool rate mm-hmm. and how hard it is to obtain her when you're just opening packs and boxes and you know, cases and you just haven't seen her. So people are like, Oh, this card should be that. So I think the top ten of every series of Fortnite is gonna end up being five that has intrinsic game value and then five that has market value. And I think that's how mm-hmm. it's gonna balance out. But if those collectors come in, like let's everybody wants to big the big dogs to come in the game, right? When those big dogs come into the game, that's what everybody wants. When those big dogs come into the game, it might shift your whole collection because they might tell if, let's, okay, everybody wants to talk about this. If Ninja comes in and Ninja Mm -hmm. picks a skin, he has an obscene amount of following. I don't think it'll shift the market, but it definitely could. You know, It definitely could And if it does, it's going to look a lot different Than what the top 5 or the top 10 is now But um, I think um, I, I was just mentioning before Not to go too long, but I was just mentioning that I genuinely believe that this market Could survive without The streamers and gamers coming in Because I think it's a branch off of Fortnite. I think there's the comics I think it's the pro players It's the streamers, and then I think it could be The card collectors. I think it can be people like me That still play the game but I'm also investing and I'm also collecting and then I ventured into the Fortnite card. So I think it could survive completely without them as well, but I know they'll come in eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and, and I, I like too how you brought up that, you know, you have to, you have to have a balance. Like if you're wanting mm-hmm. to collect into Fortnite, you have to have a balance between, you know, getting the cards that were truly rare, and then mm-hmm. getting the cards that were also really popular in the game. Yes. Which that yes. that completely makes sense to me. And I, mm-hmm. I really like, I really like that thought. So when it comes to series two, series two, honestly, mm-hmm. I know nothing about. I mm-hmm. opened up a few packs. It was mm-hmm. fun. It was cool. I really like the Opticrome. The Optichrome looks yes. cool. Um Same. So you know, and, and so, so what are your, so what are your thoughts on series two? Like, um, oh. like I, I know you talked about one time uh, when we were talking, you, you, you thought that, you know, the ice queen was selling for a lot. I think mm-hmm. at one point it was selling for over a hundred bucks and mm-hmm. now I see it go down a yeah. little bit, um, yeah. probably more so to, to market rate. So, yeah. so And and that was surprising to you because that was a card that you didn't see much come Mm -hmm. out of the game, right? Yeah. It wasn't a popular skin.
1: No, no. And it was uh Ice Queen thoroughly shocked me because like I understood, I always understand what a collection looks like, I appeal wise. And if you have Ice King, well it makes sense to have Ice Queen. You know what I mean? And I think I think that played a lot into it, but I'm sitting there, and you know, and I come in, and I'm and I'm just trying to make sense of it for myself because you got to think about it. If you if you're open packs, it's like okay, I have to play catch up. So what do I keep? Right. What do I sell to get more of? And I'm and I'm like I'm sitting there like Ice Queen. I'm like that makes no sense to me. And then eventually, Ice King Ice Queen came crashing all the way down. Where Ice King kind of sustained because Ice King is a tier one hundred skin. And Mm -hmm. that will always have the thing I will say for people that don't play the game that you just kind of want insight. If you wanted to play it safe, you can buy all the tier 100 skins because those have so much emotional attachment to it. When it comes to memory and nostalgia, like for instance, mine's is Omega because Omega was the first one that, I completely went all the way from just, like, grinding out the game. So Omega's always going to have a place in my nostalgic uh, collecting aspect and will always be in my PC. But when it comes to Series 2, like, uh, like you have not seen 8-Ball, right? Like, I know you haven't been paying attention. So 8-Ball has not had an auction for crack dice or even a sell, And I promise you, it's been, like, probably since March. It might've been March or April. It's been a long time. Uh, yonder, I mean, Series 2 is really all over the place right now. And I think it's going to end up correcting, like, for instance, uh, like, you know, like the Auras and the Crystals and the zades. Aura and Crystal are com- uncommon skins, right? They're uncommon. Yeah. And they're all the way, they're competing with the Legendary. They're 100% in the top 10. And I think that, you know, uh even as somebody that's just collecting and don't play the game, you can kind of see what is happening. You know, the, the game is coming into it and people like modern modern doesn't, he's not biased. Modern came in strictly from ripping cards. Right. But you, he's, he wants the real information. He wants the real information. He started playing the game and he's now getting his own perspective. And, you know, and I think that's, what's going to end up happening. People are going to start waking up to kind of where the card should be. And, you know, you might see the whole top 10 flip on his head. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's always something that's been in the back of my head. Right. Because like, mm-hmm. you know, I've brought this up before with people and it's like, okay, so when the you know, when, when the real gamers start coming in, are we going to see a shift in the top 10? Like, is Uh Black Knight going to be dethroned? And I mean, you know, I I know a lot of people really do not think that'll happen at all. I Uh don't have like an opinion either way, but if it happens, that would be fucking interesting. That would Uh be interesting as hell. Um, Uh so so I'm open to see what, you know, happens through that cuz I mean, you know, everyone's just been like Black Knight, Black Knight, Black Knight. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Like yeah. he's a cool he's a cool card and like, yeah, he's he's, you know, at this point a grail, so you got to mm-hmm. have him.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: but like compared to a card like a Lux Uh or like a ghoul trooper you know those Uh are my those are my more favorite ones like i have you know maybe four or five ghoul troopers Uh and like you know i have my lux that i actually pulled, and then my new lux that i just bought so you know those cards are much more interesting to me but um but you know i I don't know like i'm just here to kind of see what happens with that because it i don't know i I just think that would be so interesting because everyone's all, all about the black knight black knight black knight i'm like okay cool you know, but like, it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like the Charizard, like everyone likes the dragon.
1: And, yeah. and that's,
0: that's always not, that's not always the most interesting thing to me. Right. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, everyone just likes the dragon. I'm like, well, what about the water dragon? What about yeah. like the Gyarados, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so like from, so from series two,
1: mm-hmm. what are
0: some sleeper skins in your mind? Oh man.
1: um, I think Manic is on uh-huh. par with, Manic is on par with Aura and uh crystal so manic shouldn't be like a top 10 skin but for what she's for what manic is selling for right now i think it it only makes sense because manic has been used for so long and i'll give another aspect of so these are considered the 800 v buck skins They're that's the cheapest skin you can buy and the thing is manic Aura and Crystal are consistently in the item shop and people are still consistently buying that card and that, I mean well that skin and that shows sustainability and you know it's been tons of like for instance Bright Bomber used to be purchased consistently then Dark Bomber came out and Dark Bomber kind of stole the rain from you know Bright Bomber so like with Series 2 I think is manic uh, I think we're talking about Black Knight but I think 8 Ball could end up but really shifting a lot. I think a ball can end up very high in the market uh, competing with like the ultimate nights and the yonders uh, just because we haven't seen it yet. And uh, I'm saying that, and I sh- probably shouldn't be because I still been trying to get that card, uh, <laughs> but you know, um, you know, it comes with the territory. As a, a
0: crystal shard. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like
1: the, that one. And then uh, also Zadie Zadie is a very Zadie is extremely popular. I think this card also looks good as well. Um, it's so it's so much I actually like I said before I think series two is a a little out of whack right now and I think it could Mm -hmm. end up correcting with those type of with those type of cards because uh, I think ultimate night kind of deserves to be where he is just based off of him being a different variation of black knight but there's Mm -hmm. also ruin and it's funny that you brought this up because When me and Modern was talking about Ruin, what happened was Modern messaged me, and it was a Ruin on there for like it was like a PSA ten, and it was like ten thousand dollars, which is ridiculous, right? That's never happened. But Modern was like, "Well, why is this at this price?" I'm like, "Well, it doesn't deserve that price." But Ruin is interesting because technically he's Black Knight. I won't go deep into that, but from the storyline, I think people have to factor in that. Fortnite is going to end up being TV shows. It has a full storyline, a full storyline, like deep. It's a whole lot. I need of to get to into it.
0: it. I need to uh, buy the comics. I need to buy whatever books is out there. I need to get yeah. that already. And it's
1: like, you know, like for instance, Singularity. So I shouldn't be saying this either, but you know, this is a part of it. Jess, <laughs> just gets all the, Jess gets all the juice, you know? Uh, so Singularity is Donald Mustard. Donald Mustard, the creator of Fortnite. Uh-huh. He said singularity is the most popular and most important skin for the next couple years. He said that out of his mouth on his Instagram, on his Instagram. Right. And he said this and I'm sitting there like, you know, I heard a lot of people debating me on the storyline. I'm like, yeah, I'm not making this up. It's literally right here. You know what I mean? And that's why like today I brought the hardcover of the comic book. This comes out, uh, believe wednesday but i got it early from Let's my go. local store. so you know like i'm just always you know i'm always looking for different type of things and you know i'm usually quiet with a lot of different stuff but you know i just want to show people that it's just it's genuinely opportunities when it comes to popular skins but it's also opportunities when it comes to storyline skins like um mm. uh, like for for series one uh the visitor. The visitor is um, okay. The visitor is actually the Such beginning. Such a cool skin. Yeah, he's the beginning of the storyline. He's the one that launched oh. the rocket for Fortnite. When Fortnite finally got where they wanted to go with the storyline, this was the first skin that was uh, introduced for that aspect with Dark Voyager and everything like that. So, if you just do your research, you get in, actually get interested in Fortnite. It it'll change a lot for sure.
0: You know, and I love that you bring up the comics because comics is also something that I love and, like, that that I've been learning to understand and, and, like, navigate. And what's funny that now that you bring up... Okay, so... So I, I always, so I've been loving that Modern's been buying those comics. I need to buy yeah. them. I have not been buying yeah. them, but I need to buy them. No doubt. no yes. doubt. There's just so many places. There's just so many things to buy. Um, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but what, what it kind of sounds like when you talk about the storyline and like mm-hmm. what, characters do what honestly it kind of reminds me of comic books because like when you think about buying comics you Uh know there are people that do want to buy everything Uh but honestly you can't because there's so many variations for everything and so it's Uh like well okay let me focus on the keys and you're like well okay well what are the keys what are the key Uh issues like what Uh does that mean and and key issues are first appearances of people right so if you look at golden auctions you know, uh-huh. you know, you know, for everyone that doesn't do comics, if you look at the golden auction block right now, yeah. what's really interesting in that block, other than those two black knights
1: uh-huh.
0: are the comics, because it's yes. first, it's first appearances of so many different people's uh-huh. first appearances of the Joker, first appearance of Spider-Man, first uh-huh. appearance of this first, first appearance of that. And so those are really interesting because, you know, that like. Like in a way, if you focus on the story, which I need to, I need to focus on the story. But if you focus on like the main characters of the story and get those cards, like you're kind of also following that, that path Mm -hmm. too, right? Mm -hmm. Because at this point, it's going to be tough to get every single card. You'd have to put, you'd have to drop change. Yes. So, so focusing on those key cards. and, And honestly, like if you're new to any market and you're just trying to, you know, get your feet wet, trying to build a position. Uh It's not a bad idea to focus on the top 10 or 15% Uh Uh because, because again, like what we were saying before, that stuff doesn't hit the market that often. Uh Those things are harder to buy. And those things, those are the things that are going to really grow over time Uh versus focusing on the lowest end. Uh-huh. Right. Because at first that's kind of how I would get caught. Yes. I would get caught cause I'm like, okay, let me get this card, this card, this card, this card, cause uh-huh. it's $15, $20, $30. Like that doesn't break the bank, No, but also no. those things probably won't grow either. So uh-huh. you kind of have to keep those things in mind. If you don't care about those cards, uh-huh. you know, then why, why bother buying them if you don't care about them uh-huh. and they're not going to maybe grow that much, but yeah. you know, just focus on the ones that you like, which is why I'm like, okay, let me get Lux.
1: Yeah, and, that's, and it's, it's funny. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're good. Yeah, so that's, like, because what you're saying, and it's funny that you're big on comic books because, like, Donald Mustard, he originally didn't want to get into gaming. He wanted to be a comic book artist. So all of these, what people got to understand is, like, this is the creator of Fortnite actually drew this. Like, this is his artwork. You know what I mean? So he's he's know. in a different, like, and what I always tell people is, like, okay, like, if you collect baseball cards, right, there's a thing called prospecting. You prospect, you take, you know, the the minor leagues, A, B, and C, and then when it mm-hmm. comes to the NBA, there's rookies and there's – I promise you not. Let people say that you're lying about a storyline just by the card. <laughs> I promise you because the thing is, it's going to – gonna what's going to happen is exactly what you said. When Fortnite do extend into, let's say, a series or extends into an anime style or it extends into any of those aspects and they show singularity, Omega, Ruin, any of those for the first time, that's going to shift a lot. Like, for instance, the collaboration with Magic the Gathering. We don't know which skins are going to be on there. And that could could put something into the market as well. they will be like, wait. Why did they choose this for Magic the Gathering? What is the A, B, and C behind this? And that could have a real dent, in it, you know? So it should be interesting.
0: You know, I'm glad you brought that up, like the whole Fortnite collaboration, because, I, like, I, I'm real excited for it because that's also another world that I'm in. Like, I'm yes. in the magic world. So, yes. So I know a lot of magic people are not, are like not here for it. They don't, they, they, they're mad about it. They don't want it. They might, they might care about street fighter a little bit more because they tend tend to be an older crowd, Uh but I'm here for both of it. I'm here for Fortnite. I'm here for Uh street fighter. Like just like just all of it. Uh And so, so I'm happy that they're doing it because it's interesting and it's different. And Uh like, let's shake things up. Like let's do more. Cause sometimes Uh I feel like they're just, they're going too slow. Sometimes uh-huh. I feel like they should be doing so much more. We talked. Uh-huh. We talked about this before. Uh-huh. They seem to be going too slow. So it's like, okay, what are they trying to accomplish with Magic the Gathering? Because my first thought is like, maybe they're trying to bring people over to Fortnite. Uh-huh. But it, but it's like, what about that particular market of people that makes you want to like get in there, right? Because I, I don't know. I, I would think there would be other markets maybe Uh that would lend themselves more to it rather than magic Uh because when i think of magic i just think of like you know older dudes that were born in the 80s that you know sat around played the cards yeah also decided to trade i mean i'm sure that's not truly representative of like what's going (laughs) on but you know curious to know your thoughts on on that whole collaboration like One, you want to do one, you want to do one, you want to do one.